Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Okay, doctors, what we want to talk, what I want to talk about today on this podcast is describe the car clearly and sleep well at night. Now, I know that you're going to go, okay, what is, what is he talking about? That's wild. Um, I want to use an analogy. Uh, let's say you're on a car lot and you're selling cars and you have Ria Kios or Kia Rios, the retail out brand new, about 17,000. You have, Audi Q5s, they retail out about 50000 And you have uh, Rolls Phantoms, Rolls Royce Phantoms. They retail out around 500000 Okay, so I, I want you to think of injury documentation like describing the car. Um, you're going to describe the car so that people can accurately pay what the value should be for that car. Now, if you if you're trying to sell a 17,000 Kia Rio as a Rolls Phantom and somebody were to buy it sight unseen, I can guarantee you when they got it at some point, they're going to look at it and say, oh my God, I got so ripped off. You would feel so ripped off. No one would want to be sold a Kia Rio as a Q5. Okay. You'd say, oh my gosh, that's fraud. Um, they're overvaluing the car, and that is fraud. Now, I want you to think about what your role is in the injury area. Your, inj- your role is to document in a, such a way that it makes it very easy and very efficiently for those who are there to determine the value or the benefits that the patient is entitled to. It makes it easy for them to do that. So I want you to think about the patient's body like a car. Okay, when a car is damaged, today they just swap out the parts. They swap out the parts and basically that's it. Um, You can't do that with a human body. So let's say with a car, you cannot add any parts to it in the lifetime of the car and you only get one and when your car dies, you die. Okay, I, I think of it that way. Now, does, does your car, after 30 years, have some wear and tear on it? Yes, it does. Um, those are called, basically, dormant pre-existing conditions. That's the wear and tear on your body. If it's injured, there's a new derangement to your car. And that car and the derangement has to be adequately described so people can determine the proper value of that. That's really, really simple. You know, if you had a small dent in the back end, is the dent permanent? Yeah, because you can't get it out. It's permanent, right? Does it does it uh, provide a lot of functional loss to the car? No. But let's say the whole back end was smashed in and you can't use the trunk anymore. Does that improve, does that reduce down the damage? You know, does that reduce the function of the car? Yes. It makes it a lot harder. Remember you only get one car. You can't switch that car out. So now from here on in, you really can't use the trunk. Okay. Does that provide you with inconvenience? Yes, it does. Okay. All you have to do is describe that and describe the damage and you're doing 
perfect injury documentation. Let's say the whole back end is ripped off due to the accident. Good. Now, for that person, it's going to be really hard to run that car around. That car is severely disabled. Okay. So each would have a different value. And your job is just to describe it. But let's, let's go a little bit further. If we're describing the car in the injury space, we also describe what? The person. The person who's, who's injured. What does that person do for a living? Well, if that person is a college student, let's say, and nothing against college students, I was in, I was in college for eight years. If I am damaged and my function is, uh, you know, problematic and I have to go and I have to get treatment and I'm missing part of my life while I'm getting treatment and I make $15 an hour, is that different than an executive that makes $200 an hour? Yes. Is that different than, say, a Taylor Swift who, gosh, due to her accident, she needed to miss two concerts? So you have to describe the car has various various things associated with it. In this case, the human body or the human or the patient has different things associated with it that have to be described. The injuries that the patient has, the actual derangements have to be clearly described. And they should be clear as with using consensus and guidelines exactly what the whole world and the whole medical world or the whole healthcare world or the whole guideline world actually accept as a reality. So there's no argument. And then we have to describe very, very well what is the results of the treatment. What are the results of the treatment? Did the patient have... Did, Let's say three people broke their neck. Let's say they broke the C5 vertebra with a 40% compression fracture. Patient one uh, heals up, has conservative care, has chiropractic care, has massage, has, has whatever modalities, soft wave, whatever you want to put on it, lasers, whatever you want to put on it. Okay, and after, let's say, one year, uh, healed fracture and treatment, they don't feel anything. They feel incredible. As a matter of fact, they feel better than they did before they actually had the accident. Okay, the next patient has moderate. Uh, they're out one year, same treatment, same exact modalities, everything the same, same condition. But they're out a year, and now they have moderate problems still. They're, they're still feeling a significant amount of pain with it. It's intermittent, but it's still interfering with a lot of their life. Patient three had the same amount of care. They have pain all of the time. They basically have a very difficult time dealing with life. Okay, all three of those cars or those bodies or those humans, when I've documented that, have a different value. And that's all your job is, is in the personal injury space, your job is really, really easy. It's to document in such a way that allows the patient access to any benefits they're entitled to. It's not your job to determine what that, what that is. That's not your job as a doctor. As a matter of fact, your job as a doctor is to decrease claim value. Uh, if in those three scenarios, if I'm the one that's treating in my clinic and I have the broken neck patient and that patient um, comes through my clinic and now has, after years worth of care, years worth of, you know, years there, has no problems, has no, it doesn't interfere with their activities at all, doesn't interfere, no pain, it's not intermittent, it's really, really stable. 
um, then I've reduced the claim value. Now, if somebody else went to a different clinic and they didn't have that response and basically they're not really doing well or that third person's really doing horribly, um, then you can see the difference of what I'm talking about. My job is to get that, and I'm using broken necks so everybody can relate to is it. like, okay, it's serious. Um, I, I wanna take that serious injury and I wanna reduce it down to nothing if possible. When I do that, I reduce claim value. So in 1997, when I was a practicing chiropractor, around 97, may, may have been 97, 98, 99, somewhere around that time. Um, I remember I had the largest settlement in King County history. King County is a big county in Seattle, Washington. And I was told this by the attorney. The attorney was so happy. I don't know, it was like a $375,000, $395,000 settlement, something like that. And I just remember the attorney going, oh my God, it was the largest settlement in King County history. So the girl, the patient, was a young woman who basically had been under care for about two years under medical care for a work comp low back injury. And she came into my clinic. Um, we, I took a full set of x-rays and said, look, you don't have to remember when you injured your neck, but you had a serious neck injury at some point. And I need to fix both in order to fix your lower back and to get you back stable. Um, this patient was unemployed, couldn't be employed, was on disability, and was in pain all the time. You know, just life was just not good. Um, so within six months, we had 90, I had 95% of the symptoms gone. There was just a little bit of intermittency with it, fully employed, fully back, um, fully back doing, doing her life, Right. Now that claim is settled for, I don't know, $375,000 in a jury trial. Now, did I do my job? Yes. Did I reduce the claim value? Yes. Was everybody happy? Oh my God, everybody was ecstatic. The insurer should have been ecstatic, right? Because I also saved the insurance company a lot of money. Had she been disabled for the rest of her life, the claim value would have been significantly higher. So everyone was happy. The patient was happy. The insurer was happy. The, the, and when I say the insurer was happy, I don't know. Maybe the insurer wasn't happy, but it certainly was less than what they would have paid had she been fully disabled. Was the attorney happy? Plaintiff attorney was ecstatic. Everybody was happy, right? And I did my job. So that's the job that you have. You want to just describe the patient as they are. You want to describe their condition very, very well. And you want to make it very simple to do. That's what we do in the Smart Injury Doctors program. I have doctors from all over the country that come into my program and basically we show them the simplicity of the injuries to the spine, which there are only three. Show them how to work them up, what the consensus is, so they can do three things. One, they can understand and diagnose the actual patient's injuries. Two, they can get incredibly good physical recovery results. That's what they're interested in. And two, they can document in such a way that makes it easy for everyone to assess the value. Doctors, if you think that attorneys out there like long-term, long-drawn-out cases, they don't. They like cases where they come in, the full workup is done, you see the, the significance of the injuries, you get good results with the client, their client, or your patient, and it allows them to resolve the claims faster. And it also is best or good for the insurer because it does the same thing for the insurer. When you're good, 
you're uh, you're in the top two. You're in the top five percent. You're in the top ten percent of treatment, treatment results, diagnostic acumen, where you know what you're looking for. You know what these injuries are, and you know how to document this. You are everybody's best friend. You're the insurer's best friend. You're an employer's best friend. You're the patient's best friend. You're the plaintiff attorney's best friend, and you're you're the defense attorney's best friend. That's the win-win-win. But you got to focus on results, and you got to stop focusing. If you are, I don't know if you are, but I know when I hear, I hear a lot of doctors out there that go, hey, I'm going to show you, you know, they go out to attorneys and they want to show attorneys how to increase claim value. Basically, what you're announcing to the world is you want to show how you are focused on not getting results because that's how you increase claim value. Oh my gosh, we're going to, we're going to do care here and then we're going to send care there and then we're going to send care over here and we're going to, everybody's going to get involved and the patient's not really going to do all that well and we're going to seriously increase the claim value because we're going to seriously show that our care didn't work and we needed a lot of help. And I'm not saying that you don't need help. I'm not saying that I didn't, I haven't needed help. But the percentage of patients that you need help with should be lower and lower and lower as you go because you refine your techniques. So the best thing to do, what I hear the doctors out there saying, look, I'm going to increase or show you how to increase claim value as an insurer. Basically, what the insurers, I'm, I'm going to guarantee you what they're hearing is you're trying to take a Kia Rio and sell it as a Q5 or a Phantom Rolls Royce. You're trying to artificially elevate the claim. How do I increase the car value of a Rolls Phantom. There's a book. It says exactly what the value is. It says what the range is. We have also a book called the Kelly Blue Book that says, hey, if you got some wear and tear on the Rolls, you got age on the Rolls and everything else is starting to be run down, then here's your rundown value of that car. Okay, nobody's trying to rip off anybody in the car market. Or I shouldn't say that. There are people that try to rip people off in the car market. And if, you're, if you've ever involved with that, man, you're upset. That's no different than insurers. Insurers should be upset if somebody's participating in the game of increasing claim value where there is no claim value. You're not increasing the claim value. You're documenting so that it is easily understood what the claim value is. You're, you're not increasing it. You're not decreasing it. Okay, now, when I say your results decrease the claim value, that's because your results do. And that is your job. But you're not sitting there and trying to, I, I guess what I'm saying is you're not trying to basically sell a Kia Rio as a Q5 or a Rolls-Royce. And so you have to be kind of careful on how you explain these things in the market. Again, I have a Smart Injury Doctors program. We go over these, we simplify the injuries. We have an incredible training program and a coaching program. If you wanna find more out about that program, you go to smartinjurydoctors.com or call us up at 800-540-6513. Doctors, as always, what I do on these, on these podcasts is short, sweet, kind of the point. I want you to kind of think with um, no gimmicks to documentation. Don't, don't get into the gimmicks. There's a whole bunch of gimmicks out there that get sold to doctors, and they're just gimmicks. Um, you don't need any gimmicks. Nobody needs a gimmick on a car lot to, to show the proper value of the car. 
um, the, the best car lots and the most credible car lots and the places where people are there for a very, very long time are the car lots where they don't do that. So don't be part of that, that market. Um, and again, doctors, as always, I appreciate your time, your attention. Hopefully I got you something today that uh, would be beneficial or helpful. And again, if you want to check us out, check us out at www.smartinjurydoctors.com. Doctors, thank you very much for your time and attention today. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.